Well, hello there. You're listening to the Your Next Best Step podcast, episode number 16. And today we are talking about why failure can actually help you achieve anything and everything you want in your business. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me every week. We are on episode number 16, and today's episode kind of goes with the episode that we talked about last week, which was my five biggest mistakes that I've made in my business, but then also the five best things, best decisions that I've made in my business resulting from those mistakes. So if you haven't listened to episode number 15, definitely go back and give it a listen because there's a lot of really good gold nuggets in there. But before we get started today, I just wanted to say thank you so much for the reviews that I've been getting and the feedback that I've been getting, um, suggested topics to talk about. All of those things help me to create better content for you so that you can, if you're, if there's something that you've been struggling with or something that you want to learn how to do, um, some tips that you want to get on something specific because things are changing so much in the world today, um, in the world of marketing and leadership and digital marketing, things are just consistently changing. So getting feedback from listeners um, helps me to create better content. And it also, when I am meeting with people one-on-one, um, I also like, I, I listen to this fe- the feedback that I get on the podcast and sometimes comments that I receive um, via email um, or messages that I receive, you know, it also helps me to be like, oh, hey, like, So when I'm working with people one-on-one, if it's, you know, a similar problem that they're struggling with and a listener has, you know, told me how it's helped them, something that I've talked about on the podcast and it's helped them to get through an issue or resolve an issue or figure something out, it also helps me to, you know, help other people that I'm working with physically. So thank you so very much from all of the amazing feedback that I've been getting from you. It's just been incredible. And doing this podcast, um, it's another way of, for me, I look at it like it's another way of coaching. Um, and I love, love, love working with people. I love, um, you know, helping people to achieve things that they were that they thought were totally impossible. So doing this podcast, um, it's just another way for me to connect with all of you, um, to help you work through, you know, things that are happening in your business, um, or just also just to, you know, get a cup of coffee, put some earbuds in, get a glass of water, glass of wine, glass of tea, you know, whatever, and just, you know, have some, what I like to call you time, you know, have some time, whether it's in the morning, during your morning routine, um, in the afternoon, while you're walking, but to have some you time so that you can 
like I said, learn how to do something or get advice on something or, you know, maybe whatever I'm talking about that day is something that resonates with you because it's something that you're experiencing yourself. And, you know, the advice that I'm giving, whether it's from my own experience or from somebody that I'm working with, it might just be a few steps ahead of you um, or something that you may not have thought of. And it just gives you some things to look at during that you time to say, oh, you know what? I never quite thought of it that way or wow like that's something that I was really thinking about or I really needed to learn or I was wondering or I was researching and you know it's just a it's an outlet it's a space for me to you know hold space for you um, and give you some great uh, information that might help you get over a block Um, a hurdle that you've been going through, and even something to just give you some more information about, you know, something to help you to grow your business. So thank you so much for joining me every week. Um, I just love, love, love doing this podcast. It's been a dream of mine, and I'm just so excited that we are on episode 16. So today, um, and this topic comes up a lot and I was just speaking to a very dear friend of mine um, about this topic actually about an hour ago. Um, It's just so funny that like now I'm recording this podcast episode but it's all about failure okay and why and what we're going to talk about today which is a concept that might just be so bizarre um, or foreign which is the whole thing that failure can actually help you to achieve absolutely anything. That sounds so weird, right? Because I know that for me, the first time I ever thought, I ever heard this, I was like, what? Like, that's just so odd. Because for years, not even realizing it, um, I grew up, I'm the youngest of three, and I grew up in a family of, I had a, I have an older brother and I have an older sister, and both of them knew exactly what they wanted to do. You know, they had their whole path carved out for them. You know, my sister wanted to be um, a psychologist and my brother wanted to be a civil engineer. And then there was me. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And both of them were like super high achievers, super book smart, and just, you know, really went all the way. And then there was me. My road was a lot more bumpy (laughs) and a lot more filled with like all kinds of twists and turns. And somewhere along the way, I built up this thing and I'm not, I can't quite figure out where exactly it came from, but I was determined to consistently prove myself and consistently like just there was no such thing as failure. I was not going to fail at anything. And I look back now, I mean, I was in martial arts for many, many years. And, you know, I look back at like, you know, my belt tests and stuff. And I was not going to fail. So I would execute things perfectly because there was no way I was going to fail at a belt test. I mean, anything I ever did in when I in corporate America and different things that I would be working on or events that I would be doing, I remember saying to, you know, owners of the company when I was planning an event with them and I was coordinating everything and, and putting the whole event together or sales meetings or whatever, and I remember saying to them, I won't let you fail because I had the thought 
and like I said, some way, somewhere along the line, I built up this thing in myself that I was not going to fail <laughs> and I wasn't going to let anybody fail, you know? And I remember telling people that worked for me, you know, I won't let you fail. Don't worry. Just put it out there. Like, just do it. Like, do the project. And if, you know, the owner of the company doesn't like it, like, it's okay. I won't let you fail. I will cover it. I will fix it. And from that, what would happen is that I would end up doing way beyond and going way out of my way and and really like, you know, just totally bending over backwards and like killing myself trying to prevent failure. Because for some reason in my head, Failure was just, it just wasn't going to happen. Not on my watch. Heck no. Like I wasn't going to fail. Just like when I was doing my belt tests, just like when I was, you know, in corporate and planning events, you know, I was not going to fail. I was going to execute things flawlessly. I was going to do things and, and have a path and just not let anybody fail because you couldn't fail. And I remember looking back, one of the first things that happened to kind of, it started to like wake me up that sometimes failure happens and it's actually a good thing. And it was during, it was actually my third degree test. Um, when I tested for my third degree black belt and I did okay on, on most of the test except sparring because sparring was not my favorite thing. Um, and also it was a board break. And it was the first time that I had to really, I mean, I'm sure there were other things, but it was like a mega event in my world where I went to go break this board and I thought for sure, I mean, I was, I thought for sure I would be able to do it. But at the same time, I had this feeling in my gut, like I wasn't going to be able to do this break. It was like some crazy flying, like double flying kick, double flying side kick. And I just, it was something that was new. And I knew that like my jumping kicks, like, you know, they were fine, but this one in particular was just so hard. And I remember totally blowing this break, like totally, like totally like bombed it and bombed the sparring piece of it, of my test. And, and part of that was I was we were sparring and I, I went to do a jumping kick cause you had to, when you're testing for that level, like you have to throw in all kinds of, you know, complicated kicks. And I was just afraid of this and jumped and got swept and fell like completely like on my back and totally bombed that part of sparring. And I remember, like I said, it was the first time, like a mega thing that I was like, oh my gosh, like I failed. I'm a failure. And it wasn't necessarily with that like pivotal moment. It wasn't necessarily that I didn't do the break and I didn't like I didn't do it right and that I didn't break the board and that I wasn't able to do it. It was more I remember standing there thinking all these people are staring at me and they think I'm a big loser because I didn't break this board. It wasn't failure, and it was almost like I didn't even recognize the failure part. It was all these people are going to think that I, that 
I don't like that I'm terrible, (laughs) you know, and I kept thinking, what are these people thinking about me right now? And that was the first, that first experience that I had with knowing or having that feeling of failure and feeling like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I'm a failure. And I think in business, People aren't necessarily afraid of failure. Like I said, I think people are more afraid of what others might think of them if things don't work out. And I've seen this a lot with business owners that I've worked with where they want things to be absolutely perfect or managers or any kind of a leader in a business. They want things to be perfect because in their mind, and I worked for somebody like this, in their mind, if it doesn't work out, and I remember having my boss actually saying this to me, um, which is probably where I where I also like developed this thing of you know you, you weren't allowed to fail, but I remember my boss actually saying to me, if this doesn't if this doesn't work out and, and this bombs, it's a reflection on me, and I'm gonna look stupid. So of course I'm going to be like, oh no, we're not going to fail. It won't fail. Everything's going to be great. And I would totally like go bananas trying to make sure that something didn't fail. And I would lose sleep and I would work hours and hours and hours to make sure that an event or a project or whatever wouldn't fail. And I was like, I mean, there were so many things that I did which things got executed, things like got pushed through, things were great. People would say, oh, this is amazing. You know, working on these projects, like everything went amazing or everything went great or, you know, whatever. And meanwhile, I was miserable, miserable because I wouldn't let anybody fail. Because I felt like if I let someone fail or if something failed, I would look stupid. I would look silly. I would look ridiculous and I would be a failure. And I know that this isn't an uncommon thing. I know that people, lots of business owners, lots of entrepreneurs go through this. Fear of failure is one of the, you know, one of the mega fears. And I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine and we were talking about, you know, a couple of a project that I worked on, a project that I was doing in my business, and and he was talking about a pro, um, some things in his business, and I I said to him, I said, yeah, I said, you know, it was really hard when this program that I was trying to get launched, you know, and I had this launch going on, and I'm putting it out there, and I'm showing up every day, and it failed, <laughs> and he said to me, he said, well. Teresa, he's like, but it's not a failure. It's just a chance to to try it again and look at it differently. And it's like when you hear things like that, it just it it like snaps you out of it and saying, oh my gosh, that's you're right. But a lot of times we don't look at it that way. And we look at it like, if this fails, I'm going to look silly. And it's not because it the program didn't work, the launch didn't work, the event didn't work. It's because of what people think other people are going to say about it. 
which in reality, it doesn't matter what anybody else says about it, right? And that took me a long, long time to learn. Way after my third degree test, way after my boss making that comment to me, when I actually opened my first business, the retail business, and when I opened, and then when I started this business, where I was coming up to failure time and time and time again, and learning the really hard lesson that actually the more times you fail, the more things you learn, the more chances you have of stuff actually working out. It's that whole, like that, that phrase that you hear that fail fast, fail often, fail forward. I might, I might've messed that up. I apologize. But you know, we want to, if we're failing or if something's not working, okay, well, first of all, let's just, let me back up for a second. Failure, let's just start there. Um, failure is only how we frame it. Okay. So for the longest time, I was framing failure as, and I was looking at myself and not looking at the actions that I was actually taking. So when you're looking at yourself, failure is, it's how you frame it. It's I, I'm a failure. I'm stupid. People are going to, people are going to think I'm dumb. People are going to think I don't know what I'm doing. People are going to think that, you know, this is ridiculous or whatever. Okay. But if we reframe that and we look at it like, you know what? I tried it, it didn't work, what can I learn from it, and how can I move it forward, right? And I've heard this a lot um, since I started my business, um, especially since I started scaling my business. Um, It's that whole phrase of things happen to either give us the result that we want or the lesson that we need to get to the result that we want, right? So... Going back, fail fast, fail often, fail forward. As long as we are trying, as long as we are taking action, A, we're way way ahead of the people that aren't trying, okay, so first of all, and B, it means we're taking action. It means that we're actually, like we're trying things. And if it doesn't work, if the event doesn't work, if the, the promotion doesn't work, if the new program doesn't work, it doesn't mean, it's not a reflection on us that, we, that we're terrible. We're the worst entrepreneur ever. I remember saying that to my husband um, when I had um, one of my first launches several years ago, completely bombed. And I remember saying to him, I'm the worst entrepreneur ever. And he's like, really? <laughs> You're the only one that had a uh, launch that bombed? I don't think so. So, but <laughs> that's where we get in our head. And we need to realize that it's not really failure. And if people think, or if they're going to make judgment about, you know, when we put something out there and it doesn't work and it falls flat, if they're going to make judgment about it and say, oh yeah, that didn't work, like they're a giant, like giant loser, like failure, guess what? 99.9% of the time, those people are people who aren't actually doing those hard things like you're doing to grow their business. They're people who are standing on the sidelines. They're not even in the ring. They're not even on the field. They're just making judgments because probably more often than not, they're they're judging themselves because they haven't even gotten started or they're judging themselves because they haven't gotten something to work or they're judging themselves because there's something that they haven't done 
or won't do or whatever that you're actually doing. So the thing of it is, is that the more we try and the more often we take imperfect action and the more often we fail, the closer we get to actually achieving amazing things. So I'm going to give you five things. And the last one is the big thing that made the huge difference in my own business and something that I work with people on now um, that really helps them to start to see why failure and the more times you fail at something, you actually can, it actually moves you closer to achieving absolutely anything you want. So the first thing is if you've had something that has not worked, okay, um, the first thing is, is number one is to shift your mindset, okay? And this is a whole thing of reframing it, all right? So instead of looking at it like, oh my gosh, that's a failure, it failed, look at it instead that and reframing that thought of, you know what, every attempt that I make is a chance for me to learn something new and learn how to do it a better way. So a shift in your mindset to shift away from it's, it's a failure, it failed, I failed, I'm a failure. The more we can shift away from that and instead say, you know what, I'm grateful for the experience. I'm happy that I took the step and I did it. But you know what? I'm also going to look at it like it's a chance for me to learn and try again. Just like the conversation I had with my friend where a program that I was working or a launch that I was working on for a new program like totally did not go the way that I wanted it to go. And instead of looking at it like, oh, this was a total failure, instead it helped me to reframe it and say, you know what? It was just, I put it out there. I put it out there and I changed it. And it was a chance for me to learn. You know, why? Um, my one mentor said, you know, he asked, uh, he was being interviewed and he asked um, the person that was interviewing, he said, have you ever commented negatively on a Facebook ad that you've seen? And the person was like, no, absolutely not. And he said, how many bad comments have you seen you know, people make on Facebook ads that they have out there where they, they just make these horrible comments. And he's like, well, you know, you see it a lot because, you know, there's haters out there. And it's like, yeah, well, you don't make those bad comments because you're on the field. You know that, hey, that person, they had the courage and the guts to put that out there. And you know what? They're going to learn from it. Might not be the best ad, but they're going to learn from it. But the people who aren't in the ring who make those judgments, those people have no clue. No clue. And for years, I used to let those people that were on the sidelines who weren't even on the field tell me that if you fail, you're going to make me look bad, which is junk, right? So the first one is shifting our mindset. The second one, and this is a big one, and this is the thing that helped me to really start to reframe that failure and realize that, you know what, it's okay to fail. It's okay to have stuff not work out. You actually want it to not work out. You want it to like, when you're putting stuff out there and you're putting events out there and stuff, if it works out great the first time, awesome. If it doesn't, you know what? It's how you learn so you can do it better so then you can scale it. So the second one is, and this is, this is the big thing that helped me, seeking out good mentors and advisors. 
The minute that I found my first awesome business coach, things really started to shift. And that was the first thing that we worked on was that fear of failure. And understanding that it wasn't the failure that I was worried about. It was what people would say, what people would think about me. Even if I was working on something for someone, if I didn't do a good job, they would think like I didn't know what I was doing and I was stupid. So it was it was almost like that same mindset I had when I was still in corporate America. Like when I was doing, you know, marketing brochures for people or I was setting up ad campaigns, if it didn't work the way that they wanted it to work and it didn't like it just didn't work out, I was like, "Oh my gosh, and I would do whatever I could do to make sure that it totally like it went great." But you know, we we don't have control over the outcome. We have, we have no control over whether or not someone's going to make the decision to buy. We have no control over about how people feel about things. So it's silly to think that you can control the outcome of it. You can do everything, you know, when you're doing it, you can do everything that you know to do. You can put in your best effort. But in reality, the outcome, we don't have control over it. So if it doesn't work, it doesn't mean we stink. It doesn't mean that we're terrible. It doesn't mean that we're stupid. It doesn't mean that we don't know what we're doing. It just means that it didn't work. And it's a chance for us to go back and look at it and try again. And working with a mentor helped me to see that and helped me to get over that fear of failure. Because when we don't get over that fear of failure, then we never take any steps. We never take any action. And we always stay stuck, right? So number three is it doesn't, need to be perfect. It just needs to be out there. So, you know, so many people say because they have that fear of failure and fear of what people would say about them. And this was um, my old boss. You know, when we would do a marketing piece, it was like it had to be flawless. And he was a perfectionist, like just crazy. Um, And if it didn't, if it wasn't completely flawless, completely flawless design, well, then it was it was bad. But the thing is, and then what would happen is we would make changes after changes after changes after changes after changes. And what would happen? It would never get out there or it would get out there six months later. Meanwhile, people are banging down our door, the sales reps, because they needed this piece so that they could sell from it so the business could make more money, right? So when having that feel of failure makes us, it feeds that desire to say, oh, I can't launch it. I can't put it out there because it's not perfect. Perfect doesn't exist. I used to think it did, but it doesn't. It doesn't. And if it's 70% done, if it's, and I was just talking to other friends of mine because we're working on a new launch for something and I'm, and we're just like, you know, I, and I said to them, I said, listen, I just want to like get it out there. I just want to get it out there and we're just going to put this together and here's what I need and here's it. And you know what? If it's not like, if it's not 100% the first time around, it's okay because at least we'll get some data We'll get some feedback, then we can tweak it later. And I was never like that before, <laughs> never. So it shows growth. But it doesn't need to be perfect. You just need to get it out there. Because the more we get caught in that perfectionism, then we don't put stuff out there and then we can't help people. And the more we stay stuck in our own head about it because we're afraid of it quote unquote failing when in reality there is no failure, right? So it doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to get out there. Number four is sometimes 
when we're working on stuff and it's not working and it's not working and it keeps like not going in the right direction. Sometimes, and we don't even realize it, it means that we just need a break. It means we need to walk away from it. Maybe we need a couple days off. Maybe, I mean, I know like sometimes we get in the flow and you know, we're working on a project, we're working on a program or whatever, and we, we want to get it done and we're like into the content. And sometimes when stuff isn't working and it's just not working and it just keeps bombing, like maybe sometimes it's a sign that we just need to walk away from it. We just need a break. And I know this happened, um, this happened with me a while ago. I was trying to write emails and I was trying so hard to just push it through and nothing was coming out right. So when I was sending things out, like the message just wasn't connecting because it wasn't coming out right because I was tired. And what it ended up meaning is that I just needed a break. And as soon as I, you know, we were going on vacation, went on vacation, came back, re-looked at the emails and thought, holy mackerel, no wonder they weren't working. (laughs) This doesn't sound good. Reworked them and then put them back out there again. And then guess what? Everything was great. Everything was good. But it gave me a chance. Having it not work gave me a chance to step away and look at it differently so that I could step back in, make the tweaks, and move forward with it. And the last one, number five, and this is the big one. This is the thing. This is the game changer that I started doing myself and I also started doing with my clients is, and this kind of ties it all together, is to say to yourself, and this requires a mindset shift, but to say to yourself, you know what? You always have multiple chances to succeed. If you are trying and you are putting yourself out there and you are taking steps, you are taking imperfect action, you always have multiple chances to reach success. And along the way, those multiple chances, even though they might not work out, They give you more chances to learn. So what I started doing with people, which is something that I learned how to do, is when we work on setting our goals or we work on a project plan, or we work on, okay, this is something that we really want to achieve and we have the whole process set as far as how we're going to get there. The other thing that we set is we set a fail strategy. And what that means is that we give ourselves permission to fail however many times along the way in trying to achieve a big goal, put a project together, have launched something, we give ourselves permission to fail in the process of trying to achieve. Because lo and behold, you might have 50 things on that fail strategy, 50 things that you're willing to try, that you're gonna try, and you know what? If, they, if you fail at them and they don't go well, it's totally okay, totally okay. Because you're going to just keep trying. Because guess what? You're going to try five and you have 45 more to go. So along the way, you're consistently putting yourself out there and you're trying. And if it doesn't work out, it's, like, it's okay. And you detach from the outcome and you say, you know what? It didn't work out, but I put my, I put my, my best foot forward and I tried. So you know what? I'm going to look at it. I'm going to see what, what needs to happen next. And I'm going to try something else. And... What that ends up happen, what that ends up doing, or what ends up happening, is it helps us to start building our confidence muscles. 
It helps us to start building our confidence back up so that we can reframe failure, so that we can be okay with failing fast, failing often, and failing forward. Because eventually, like I said, the more times you fail, the more times you can get yourself back up, and the more chances you have of succeeding at the things that you have in your strategy. But where people get stuck is that they think that they have to have it perfect the first time out and that the launch or the program or the event or whatever has to go right, right out of the gate. And then they either don't launch it or when things don't go well the first time around, then they completely annihilate themselves and think that, ugh, like why did I even do that? And they beat themselves up. Or like I said, they don't even take an action because they get so paralyzed by that fear of failure. But when you create a strategy to give yourself permission, it's like your permission slip, you give yourself permission to fail at things on the road to achieving something impossible or to achieving your goals or to achieving like like a huge thing that you've always wanted to do. When you give yourself permission to fail. You, you're giving yourself permission to show up fully. You're giving yourself permission to be confident, to be courageous, to be vulnerable, to be a leader, and to make a difference. When we don't do that and we have that fear, then we can't do any of the above. And we end up not taking any, any action at all. And then we just give up. Or we go backwards or, you know, wonder why no one sees my stuff. Well, because you're not, you're not putting it out there because that fear holds you back. So creating that fail strategy, this is, like I said, this is something that I've learned to do. And I actually do it with my big goals, my big giant goals that I want to achieve. And I just literally list out all the things that I'm going to do on the way to achieve that goal. And I give myself permission to fail because let's say you have 50 things. One of those 50, if we just take statistics, one of those 50 is bound to work, right? So if we give ourselves permission to have things not work out or have something not get accepted, well, you know what? We got many more chances that we're willing to take. And we have the confidence to just keep going no matter what. I can't tell you how many... How many launches that I've had that I've put stuff out there where they did not go well? And the first one, before I really learned to reframe failure, the first one was really tough, (laughs) really tough. The second one, you know, it got a a little easier. And then when I learned how to set that fail strategy and I learned to adapt all of these things and get good mentors and advisors and understand that it doesn't need to be perfect, it just needs to get out there. When I learned to do all that and I realized that my fear wasn't in having something not work or having something reject me. It was how people, what I thought people thought about me, which you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the value that you bring and what you're trying to achieve, that all comes from within and it has nothing to do with what people say about you, but it has everything to do with how you feel about yourself. 
So if something doesn't work and you beat yourself up and you, you feel like a failure, well, then you don't feel great about yourself. And then that's what we end up putting out to the world. But when we reframe it and think, hmm, it's just another chance to learn something. And we have an infinite amount of chances to learn, to fall down and get back up and to keep trying. Because the only thing that's worse than that is never trying at all or giving up, right? As one of my mentors used to say, the only failure that they is that there is is when you quit. And I know we're not going to do that, right? I didn't do that. And I know you won't either. So hopefully if you've experienced some things in your business that haven't quite worked out the way that you wanted it to work out, hopefully these five things will help you. And doing these things, shifting our mindset and seeking out good mentors, you know, getting help when something doesn't go right and it bombs, raising your hand and asking for help. Because when we get back up, when we, do, when we realize it doesn't need to be perfect, when we, give it, when we give ourselves a break to kind of reset and recharge and we keep going, that is when infinite possibilities can just open up for us because we're willing to put ourselves, we're willing to put ourselves, I'm getting passionate about this. We're willing to put ourselves out there and have stuff not work. And then keep putting ourselves out there and keep going and keep achieving, keep moving ourselves forward. That is how we are able to have failure help us to achieve absolutely anything that we want to achieve. Because it doesn't, it doesn't matter if something doesn't work. And it doesn't matter if, if what people say about it if it doesn't work. What matters is how we frame it in our mind and how we choose to pick ourselves back up and keep moving and be willing to fail again. As long as we keep taking one step, in the, one step forward in the right direction. So I hope that this episode helped you. And like I said, if you've been experiencing some things in your business that haven't gone quite right, know that you are not alone. And maybe try one of these five things. And let me know which one of these five things helped you the most. Which one was was like an aha moment for you? Or maybe maybe you, you took one of these and you're trying it. I want to hear about it. I want to hear what was the most helpful for you to get you past your own fear of failure. So thank you for joining me today and I look forward to seeing you next week. And remember, fail fast, fail often, and fail forward. And it doesn't matter how many times we fail, what matters is that we get back up each time and we keep going. Because the only thing worse than that is if we never try and we never get back up. So until next week, Take care, have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you soon.